Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hey everyone, I hope you all are well. And today we are going to discuss about immediate dentin sealing. Immediate dentin sealing since I've started doing that has changed my adhesive bonding regime and uh, success rates. And this is, if you don't know some uh, Pascal Manier, then I really highly recommend you follow him, read his book. Um, that is one of the dentists who has changed my clinical practice forever and for good. So, um, and immediate dentin sealing is a very big part of uh, my indirect restoration bonding protocol. And this is what we are going to discuss today. If you would like to have a, a one pager explaining exactly step-by-step -step immediate dentin sealing, then click on the link in the description of this podcast and you will get the one pager for immediate dentin sealing, you will get one pager for my step-by-step -step protocol for bonding adhesive onlays. And you will also get linked to my video recording on demonstration on how I use heated composite. So feel free to check out that link and fill in your detail and you will get an email shortly with three links um, to one pager document, which you can print it out and keep it next to you or give it to your nurse so she or he can follow it and also a video explaining how I use heated composite without using very expensive machines. So let's talk about immediate dentin sealing. And before we I go through with you step-by-step -step protocol, let's discuss why immediate dentin sealing is important. So number one reason is that whenever you want to do dentin bonding, we know from studies that freshly cut dentin is the ideal substrate for dentin bonding. So you want to really bond your dentin to freshly cut dentin. So whatever restoration you're bonding to, you want to bond it to your freshly cut dentin. Now we know that most of the time with indirect restoration, that's not possible. and But we do want to preserve that freshly cut dentin. And that's why when we seal that freshly cut dentin before we come to doing indirect bonding um, during that process even if you're doing your CEREC restoration before that process it helps in keeping the dentin uncontaminated. The second advantage is we know that the pre-curing of dentin bonding agent leads to improved bond strength. And this is one of the reason is because we know that the copolymerization keeps happening even after you've done the curing. And because of that, if you, let's say, cure dentin and straight away do your indirect restoration, there is a lot of stress on that dentin bonding happens because of the shrinkage of your adhesive cement and the clusal load and so if you want better bonding and better maturation of the bond bonding agent then curing that and doing immediate dentin sealing and delaying it uh, helps now the other advantage is that the immediate dentin sealing allows stress-free dentin bond development again that follows the same fact that you know you're not putting restoration on top and it, there is no shrinkage force um, or uh, there is no occlusal load straight straight away 
The other uh, advantage is that the immediate dentin sealing protects dentin against bacterial leakage during this temporization phase and it reduces sensitivity during provisionalization. Before I started doing dentin uh, dentin bond, immediate dentin sealing, I used to get patients who were suffering from sensitivity and the numbers of that were much higher than after I've started doing immediate dentin sealing. And, um, you know, I hardly now get any patient complaining about sensitivity, even though sometimes if these provisional restorations has come off. So even if provisional restoration comes off, your uh, immediate dentin sealing will protect that dentin from contamination and bacterial leakage. So it is... It is um, very important, in my opinion, if you're doing indirect bonding, um, to do immediate dentin sealing. Now, let's look at the step-by-step -step protocol of immediate dentin sealing that I follow. Before I go into that, um, I would like to say that I use Optimon FL, which is recommended by Pascal Manier for all my bonding protocol. However, if you do not have OptiBond FL, the reason I use OptiBond FL is because it's highly filled. And when you use OptiBond FL, you can create a thicker layer of the bond. The reason we want that is we want thicker than 42 micron bond because 42 micron is the thickness of oxygen inhibition layer. And if you have any thickness which is less than that, we know that the the bond is not going to cure properly. Now, if you are doing composite on top, then that doesn't make that much difference because composite is going to uh, adhere to bond and then that will cure it. But if you're just using bond for immediate dentin sealing, then you need a thicker bond. Now, if you don't have thicker, highly filled bond, and if you're using one of those runny bond, which runnier bond, which is less um, highly filled, then you need when you do comp when you do immediate dentin sealing, you need to put uh, some sort of a flowable composite or normal composite on top to protect that bond from wear and tear. So yes, if you don't have to buy Optibond FL, uh, you can use your normal bond, but you need to then use flowable composite on top to protect that bond. And that's where the confusion arises because many times dentists, dentists feel that immediate dentin sealing involves putting composite on top, even if it's not needed. And that's not true. If you immediate dentin sealing procedure says what it says on the title, we are really sealing the dentine. We're not doing a composite restoration so or, or creating a base or anything. So let's say I don't need to block any undercut. I don't need to do deep margin elevation in my composite. Uh, my base does not need composite then I am not putting composite on my cavity. I will just really, on my preparation, I will just etch, uh, prime and put a bond on it and cure it and put glycerine and, you know, that's it. I'm not going to put composite on top. However, if I'm blocking undercut because there's undercuts there, uh, if, you, if I'm doing deep magic elevation or the the base is really deep, like in endodontically treated teeth, um, then I would use composite um, just to reduce the, the thickness of the onlay. We know that we don't really need very thick onlays, although the light can cure through it. We know that there are, we have really good lights which can cure through around five to seven millimeter 
thickness, but you don't really need that much thickness of the onlay. Um, and that's why I, I create a composite base sometime when the, the, there is a cavity is very, very deep. But that's only when it's needed. So let's look at the immediate dentist sealing. There are two different protocols. So protocol number one is when there is no buildup needed. And protocol number two is when you are blocking undercuts, when you're doing deep margin elevation or when you need a composite base. And when I say blocking undercut is one of the advantage of doing adhesive dentistry is you preserve as much tooth as possible. And so if you have, if you're removing amalgam and you're carrying out only preparation and because sometimes you have amalgam grooves or amalgam sort of uh, uh, people have created notches, you don't really need to take the tooth down completely to reduce the undercuts. You literally put composite in the undercut, create surfaces or the lines which are, there is no undercut basically, so the onlay can seat. Um, so that's very conservative way to prepare tooth. So let's look at the scenario one where there is no buildups needed. What are the steps? So first of all, obviously you're going to prep your tooth completely the way you want to. After you've done that, you wash away all the debris and you are then going to put etch on only on dentine for 15 seconds. Now, if you don't know where the dentine is, then you can put the edge on completely all over the tooth for two seconds and then wash the edge and air dry it completely the tooth. When you air dry it, you will see enamel, which is nice and chalky, um, very white, whereas dentine will be dull and you know where the dentine is. And then you re-etch that dentine for 15 seconds. Uh, you, you obviously rehydrate the tooth and re-etch the dentine. So you, you etch the dentine for 15 seconds. You then wash the tooth for good 30 seconds. You need to make sure that you wash the tooth really well. Even though you don't see any etch remnants on the tooth, there's still micro remnants left. So you really need to wash the tooth really well. Then if you're using Optibone FL, then you're going to use Prime or Primer in a gentle rubbing motion for 20 seconds on the tooth. Before you do that, you are going to... Uh, make sure that you are gently air drying the tooth and then you're going to use a prime on that and then once you put the primer you gently air dry the primer you're not going to completely dry it you, you air dry it gently so that it leaves a very shiny uh, surface sometimes you might have to use prime twice once you've done that then you're going to put uh, a bond on just only on the dentine and then you light cure it. Make sure you put generous amount of bonds to create a thicker layer, more than 42 micron. Now at this point, if you are using unfilled bond, then you just bond, put normal bond as you would usually and put flowable composite. Um, I like, if I am using flowable composite, I would use genial injectable composite, which is really good composite and just put a layer on top of the dentine and cure that. Once I've cured that, I would then use glycerine air blocker and light cure it again to re remove the in oxygen inhibition layer. Once I've done that, we know from studies that there's still some oxygen inhibition layers left. I would use pumice, uh, pumice to uh, clean the uncured resin and I would put pumice on the preparation and use, um, generally I use, um, hygienist uses these brushes. I would use that just to brush away the top layer and clean it really nicely. Once that's done, 
um, I don't have microscope with me, so I don't use microscope in my when I'm doing dentistry. I do have a high magnification loose, but still I don't have microscopes. And also sometimes I don't have a micro brushes, which are really thin. Um, so what I tend to do is sometime uh, inevitably your bond will go on top of the enamel. So what after I've done all that, I would use um, a fine diamond burr to then go over my enamel preparation just to refresh the enamel. I don't want any bond going on top of my enamel. So I want enamel nicely, freshly cut. Um, so I would just uh, clean the enamel with a, a diamond burr. Uh, if I need to polish it, then I'll polish the margin. Uh, again, just making sure that there is no bond left. And then I'll take impression. I would then put Vaseline before temporization because because you've done immediate dentin sealing and if you're using temporary such as uh, temporary composite material like Telio or Clip, then there is a risk that that can bond even though you remove oxygen inhibition layer, you polished everything, there's still chance that it can still bond to your newly bonded dentine or composite. So I would put Vaseline uh, and then I would put temporization uh, on top and I'll temporize the tooth. So this would be my step-by-step -step protocol for doing immediate dentine sealing when I am not doing any composite buildups. So let's look at the scenario two where I am blocking undercut, I'm using deep margin elevation and I'm using composite base. Now the, the first step is still the same. We need to etch enamel for 30 seconds and dentine for 15 seconds. Now remember this time, because we are doing composite, I'm going to etch enamel and dentine. So I start putting my etch on to the enamel first and then 15 seconds later, I would use dentine for 15 seconds and then wash the tooth for a good 30 seconds. After washing as usual, you would just do suction dry. So you need to dry the tooth before you put primer in, but you don't want to over dry because we know that the collagen fibers just, just collapse and you don't get good hybrid layer. So you need to dry it, but not over dry it. And then you would put prime uh, on dentine and enamel for 20 seconds and gently in gently rubbing motion. Then you gentle air dry, leaving shiny surface. Then you would put bond on dentine and enamel and light cure because you're going to do composite. So then you would, uh, once that's, once you do the light cure, then you would apply composite and uh, do a buildup. If the composite exposed during the polishing if, if once you have done your build up with the composite, wherever you want to do, block the undercut, do DME, composite base, once that's done, and once you've done all that, and if the, in during the polishing uh, stage, if the dentine is exposed, then you need to carry out the ID immediate dentine sealing procedure again. So you need to apply prime and bond on that portion of the dentine so that it's sealed. Once that's done, you would then use glycerine air blocker and light cure that again. Then you use pumice like we did and then polish it and cure it again um, to, sorry, to clean the uncured resin. So you're going to use pumice uh, to clean the preparation from the uncured resin, wash everything, refresh the enamel. If there's any exposed enamel, which you're going to be put bond, uh, only on impression, put Vaseline and temporize, and then you're going to uh, make sure that you uh, leave the patient and then when the bonding uh, appointment comes, you start with bonding 
protocol. So as I said, immediate anti sealing, you need to consider always two different scenarios. Scenario one, where you're not building up doing composite and it is pretty straightforward. Uh, scenario number two, when you are doing composite buildup and you're using composite, then really you're doing the protocol as if you're doing a filling. And once that's finished, then you're going to refresh the enamel surfaces if there is any exposure of enamel. If there is any exposure of dentine, then you're going to do immediate dentine sealing like you do normal uh, immediate dentine sealing. And then you follow the protocol as I described. One thing um, people tend to forget is by, is refreshing the enamel, which is really helpful because when it comes to doing bonding, um, it's immediate dentine sealing. It's not immediate enamel sealing. So we don't want bond on top of the enamel. We want that freshly cut enamel, fresh enamel Um and which you can refresh it when it comes to fit appointment. So I hope uh, you found this useful. If you need that uh, one page protocol, then feel free to uh, click on the link in the description and you uh, will get an email with all the relevant documents. In the next episode, we are going to discuss about only fit appointment and my step-by-step -step protocol when I am doing only fit um, after uh, doing immediate ending sealing.